Welcome to Working Gratitude, real people, real gratitude at work, with your host, Darren Hollingsworth, Chief Gratitude and Accountability Officer at Odonata Coaching and Consulting. The Working Gratitude podcast was launched in 2012 to stimulate dialogue and conversation about research-based best practices of gratitude in the workplace and ways that gratefulness is expressed via philanthropy. These brief interviews with successful leaders from a variety of professional environments will encourage and inspire you and give you ideas about how you can start working gratitude. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Now here's your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Hello and welcome to Working Gratitude. I'm your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Thank you for joining us today. My guest is Michelle James. Michelle is the co-founder and volunteer executive director of the Downtown Dogs Group in Jackson, Tennessee. Founded in 2009, Downtown Dogs is dedicated to the premise that all neglected and abused dogs and cats, regardless of age, breed, health, or temperament issues, deserve a loving family. Michelle's education and professional background is in accounting. She is a financial analyst for West Tennessee Healthcare, where she has worked on and off since 1995, taking a few years away from the organization to teach accounting and professional personal development at West Tennessee Business College. Michelle and her husband also co-own a favorite place of mine, the Downtown Tavern, a pub and music venue in historic downtown Jackson. Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today on Working Gratitude. Well, thank you for having me. I'm honored. Is there anything, I, I keep those bios brief so that I can get to this great conversation, but is there anything else about your background uh, or uh, anything in particular that you'd like to share with our listeners before we dive into this conversation about working gratitude? No, it's just, it's kind of been a fascinating uh when I tell people what what I do, quote unquote, uh, and that I'm an accountant and we own a a bar and I have a dog rescue. It's sort of like such. It seems like such a mishmash of of different things, and people want to know how the, how all that kind of came to be. And it's just uh, I, I wonder myself sometimes. But it's <laughs> it's very interesting how it all interconnects together, and it's it's just been a really cool ride. So knowing you like I do, I'm excited for our listeners to get to know you about how that ride has come together through this conversation. I think they'll get some insight. And I, I think it's you're a perfect example of what I work with clients to, to create is a blended life. You have blended work and social life and passion for animals into a, a great sense of community. So let's talk about working gratitude a little bit and how you okay. uh, find your gratitude at work. And that can be uh, either with Downtown Dogs or at Western Tennessee Healthcare. But what are you grateful for at work today? Um, I tell you, every day I, I start my morning um, with the hopes that all of my animals are well. All of the animals that we serve are well. Um, that's one of the, the most important things I, I, I put out to the universe when I go to sleep at night. You know, give me the blessing that when I when I wake up in the morning, everybody that we're helping is well. And so that's you know, any morning that we get up and, and our animals are well and they're happy to see us and feeling good and, and there's no crises going on, that that's the beginning of a fantastic day in itself. 
Um, I'm off work today as far as my accounting job goes, so that's that's a, a second blessing is that I have a flexible schedule here somewhat so that I usually have uh, at least one work day during the week that I can dedicate to my work with the animals, which is which is awesome. And just the incredible people that I work with and in all areas, um, you know, with, with the rescue, I've already had several phone calls this morning with volunteers um, or even just with friends calling me for a, a medical advice. I'm not a, <laughs> a veterinarian by any means, but when you do this for 10 years, you know, and just being able to help those people um, and then the, the friendships that I have at work, um, that's probably for my greatest source of gratitude comes from are these relationships, whether they're um, with human beings or with, with the dogs and cats. You have just really outlined, again, what it means to have a blended life. And that is absolutely something that I encourage uh, all of my coaching clients and my uh, nonprofit executives, as well as business leaders, to really find that blend in their life and look for those points of gratitude that cross over. And I'm thrilled for you. I think that- it's this—I don't—I can't imagine my life any differently. But I never planned this. You know, I, it wasn't like my childhood dream. Mm-hmm. It just kind of—I think the universe brings you what you're supposed to do. And I have like these three sort of circles that meet in the middle and it's it's uh it's really come together especially in the last couple of years into something that I never would have dreamed of that, that that's so special and it all works together and I, I just I'm, I love it well and look what you do for the community you know and even though you're not a veterinarian or a healthcare provider at West Tennessee Healthcare um, your work makes impact and that is um that's rewarding, right? Well, in it all is. of this work, um, and particularly with animals that may be suffering when you get them or have, by, by the nature of your mission, uh, you see a lot of difficult situations and you've faced a lot of challenges. Can you share with our listeners a challenge that you've faced that you can now look at with a lens of gratitude? We have, uh, and you're correct, I mean, this is, you know, it's it's really easy to talk about the, the warm feelings that we get from it and the rewarding part of it, but it, it is, you know, it comes with a great deal of heartbreak it, it's, that's just inherent in the work we do. Um, we have a dog that I kind of always say was our ultimate uh, example of, of what we do with Downtown Dogs Group with special needs dogs. Her name was Betty found her on the side of the road. I think somebody had, had dumped her. She had been hit by a car. Uh, she had an amputated leg, heartworm positive, like every every strike against her. She was a grumpy pit bull. She didn't like other dogs. And um, we spent so much time and money into getting her well, got her well, couldn't find a home for her. So she became, you know, what we kind of refer to as a sanctuary dog. We know that she might not leave. Um Christmas, uh, the week of Christmas, year before last, she was diagnosed with a really, really aggressive cancer and given a week to live by my vet here in town. And she said, you know, there's this one oncologist in Memphis that I'm hearing great things about. And I don't know if you want to try this. And and I'm I'm a person who never gives up. I, I just don't. And I said, if there is a glimmer of hope let's get this dog to Memphis and so we did um, and we actually did chemotherapy with her uh, acupuncture and some other things that I thought I would never do Um, 
and it just went amazingly well. Uh, the, this woman, this oncologist, is is so dedicated, especially to these animals that have been rescued, but to all the animals and to giving them to saving them and giving them more life. And she said, you know, I I don't know if I can help her, but let me try. And she pulled off a Christmas miracle. (laughs) And we had Betty with us for another year and a half. Uh, Of course, the challenges were every day, you know, is she going to get a side effect? How are we going to pay for this? And it was like, I kind of had to give that up to to God and, and say, this dog was put in my path for a reason. She's meant to be here. I don't know why, you know, this dog that was thrown away that nobody wanted is going to end up having $6,000 worth of chemo, but there's a reason that she is and, and, and helped me do this. And so the, this community of people rallied around Betty. It was, we called ourselves team Betty (laughs) and everything just kind of took care of itself. And she had these wonderful, uh, another 18 amazing months with us after being given a week to live. So well, that is a point of gratitude. Uh, several, actually, I hear if I if I hear you correctly, um, because oh, deeply challenging to see that intake initially and the tragedy of of that throwaway dog that we unfortunately right, see right. all too often. But then the the resources that came to you, both the person, the encouragement of the local vet, the um, collaboration. That's a big theme in my life and work is collaboration with another right. vet. And then people who really stood up to support Team Betty. I just love that, Team Betty. Betty the the pit bull, I just love her. Um, And a lot of people got to meet her because of her illnesses that had never been around pit bulls before. And, you know, they have such a a stigma as a breed. And, and, you know, not as much as they did a few years ago, but they're still that there. And so people would meet her in the vet's offices or when I would take her out to special events to kind of tell people what we were doing. And we had a, there was an event for Relay for Life here where they integrated what we're doing for people with cancer and what we're doing for dogs with cancer. Because a lot of things they will do, um, you know, test medications and, and different trials and things on dogs that they might not be ready to do for humans yet. And it turns out those drugs work well on humans as well. Mm. So a, a lot of people got to meet Betty and to say, is that a pit bull really? Because she, she just, she had such a love for people and, and such a kind a little, you know, demeanor. And so that was neat too, to be able to sort of oh, wonderful introduce people to, to something that they, that they thought was a, a quote unquote bad thing and figure out how, how precious these animals really are. You know, with your work, you obviously connect to the third question that I usually ask my guests is how does your gratitude overflow into your life outside of your work? Taking on something like special needs animals is, is huge, and we knew immediately, especially when we decided to form a 501c3 and, and go for this, you know, big time officially on our own, that we were going to need help. And it was like this amazing, again, the universe sending me what I needed um, when we decided to put a board together. We started thinking, okay, like, you know, what kind of people could contribute to us things that we needed, maybe not even necessarily animal lovers or animal caregivers, but we wound up with this very, very diverse board. And because these people are so giving and caring, they a lot of them also serve on other boards. 
And so to give back to them for what they give to me, I like to attend their events and donate to their causes. Um, RAP is a big one that we do with Tennessee Rape Assistance Program for Women. Um, who who are frightened and might need to kind of go a little bit into witness protection, start their lives over. That's a that's a huge one. Uh, West Tennessee Hearing and Speech Center, Habitat for Humanity, um, and then our collaborations with other rescues. And that's kind of how the tavern played into it a little bit. When we bought the downtown tavern, one of the things that I thought was a selling point for me was, you know, I will have our own venue to to host fundraisers for not just for us, but for anybody that, that wants or needs a place to do something like that. So that's been a, a super cool thing too. We do one annually for RAP um, and we're working on uh, one now that's a collaboration with another rescue. So, so that that's is, a cool thing too. It is. And, and I see that in you all's lives that you are so community minded um, and it's been Great to get acquainted with you, and I'm so grateful for the work that you do in the community. I want to make sure that people know how they can find Downtown Dogs, and if I remember correctly, you are on a, a Facebook group. Is that the best way for people to reach you right now? Yes. Right now it is. We, we do have an incredible website, but it's under construction, and so the best way to find us right now is on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search Downtown Dogs in Jackson, Tennessee. Um, and that's where we keep all of our updates, our adoptable animals, and that will be where you'll be able to find um, when our website is ready to relaunch. All that information will be there. So. Great. Well, we'll hope. I know that our listeners will. Uh, all of those who, uh, like you and I, have a great affinity for dogs, will be thrilled to learn more about you and and support you in this this amazing work. And um, we'll on our workinggratitude.com page. We'll make sure that we do a link to that Facebook page. And then once your website is up and running, we'll, we'll do that as well. And some of the organizations that you did a shout out to, I want to make sure that our listeners are are well acquainted with those too. So Michelle, I knew this would be a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. I love this work that you're doing. I I think gratitude is, I, I don't know. I think it's the most pivotal thing that we can do on a daily practice. And it is a practice. Um, that I can tell tangible differences in, in my life and my success when I focus on it. And, and I, so I love that your your work focuses on that. I think if everybody knew how important it was and how it can change your life, it would be a different world. You know, I think you and I are going to have to have another conversation on another uh, Working Gratitude podcast because I know that, that we share some affinity for a particular author that I was able to interview in my first generation <laughs> yes. uh, of podcasts. So we'll, we'll have another conversation about that, and um, uh, our listeners can find out more about that on our website too. So thank you Wonderful. for joining me today, and we thank our listeners for uh, joining us. And please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or visit workinggratitude.com. I'm Darren Hollingsworth. Thank you again for listening to Working Gratitude. Darren Hollingsworth has had a thriving career as a financial advisor, sales professional, senior fundraising professional, and nonprofit executive. Now, via business, success, and philanthropy coaching, Darren is passionate about helping successful executives realize and exceed their personal and professional potential. He helps business and nonprofit leaders find and confirm their passion, their inspiration, and motivation. This is accomplished through collaborative work based on gratitude, experience, encouragement, and accountability. 
As Darren says, surviving is not enough. Thriving is the goal. Additionally, Darren works with businesses, nonprofit organizations, and boards of directors to create new possibilities for transformational customer and donor relationships, organizational strategic visioning and governance, as well as continuity and succession planning. Via collaboration and consulting, Darren engages with clients to empower them to build upon strengths and face challenges with confidence and expertise. To hear more Working Gratitude and for information about Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, visit our website, odonatacoaching.com, or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash odonatacoaching, or search wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Working Gratitude, copyright Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, all rights reserved.